This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. If you want to shatter the backboard of education, <laughs> yes. this is where it happens. You folks. can do it. I've seen a grasshopper take down an antelope on that geo. He want to know what planet did it his way. Why is it always a crazy uncle? I did it my, my way. way. Ah, uh, yes. It is Trivia Friday, the day you've been waiting for. Politics is off the board. Riots off the board. The COVID off the board. We're not talking about any of that. <laughs> the COVID. We're talking about the things you want to hear, our dear listeners, our students to learn in university. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman today. I am joined by J.J. Jasper. Good morning, J.J. Good morning. Great to be here. And Jim Stanley. Good, Good morning, morning, sir. Good morning, Jim. Well, hey, folks, this is unfortunate. Uh, I don't know how closely people are watching the news, but a dog had some puppies down by the road and got cited for littering. <laughs> oh, that is oh. so sad. Y'all. Yes, yeah, it is. But and more, you know. <laughs> Every now and then, we just need a gong, (laughs) you know? Remember the gong show where they would come out with a hook and yank you off? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was certainly something sad about that, J.J. I don't know if it was. Yeah, and now folks are scratching their heads going, what? Yeah, cited for littering. Littering. Come on, folks. You are going to have to keep up if this is going to work. All right, so this is Trivia Friday, and if you are just tuning in for the first time and don't know how this here program works, we are. Three professors, we could put a a little music to that if we wanted to, will ask three questions each. And those of you out there who are our students can call in and answer those and or ask your own. We like for you to ask us questions, try to stump us. Which isn't uh, hard. No, no, we set the bar pretty low. So, folks, that's, that's what we're doing here. There'll be nine questions one of those questions will be a mystery question. Question, JJ, what does that mean? Well, if it's a mystery question, and if you answer it correctly, you'll hear this sound. The beloved cowbell. And that means you have won yourself a Learning University Trivia Friday t-shirt. In fact, those of you who are watching, and how can they watch? Well, they can go to either Facebook or YouTube, search for Today's Issues, click through, and you can watch our lovely faces. And and you'll see that we're holding up the t-shirts. Now, you don't have to wait to win. If you'd like one of these Learning University t-shirts, you can go to afastore.net, afastore.net, and purchase one for you or a friend, maybe someone at your church that you know they're just a real Trivia Friday fan. That would be a real <laughs> blessing for them. It would make their day. Absolutely. The number to call, if you'd like to try to get on the program, is this, 888 888- Five eight nine eight eight four zero. That number to call in to get on the show. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. The only thing, the only restriction we place is if you have called the program and gotten on the air with us in the last eight weeks. Please wait one more week before trying. We do like to give as many people as possible an opportunity to get on and. Uh, Jim, anything uh, you'd like to add to that? Well, I was going to say, judging from the board that we have in front of us with our callers, um, 
Looks like they probably knew the number. Yes, they do. <laughs> we have, we're on speed dial for we some are. folks. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. That's what this show is for. But certainly we want to remind you to be praying for people on the Gulf Coast. Good. Hurricane Laura coming in. Yeah. And then as it moves uh, north, tornadoes possible spinning off of that like, like it usually happens with the hurricane. But a lot of devastation, a lot of people hurting without power. And remember those that were that have been in the path continue to be in the path of Hurricane Laura. A lot of our and, listeners down in that part of the country. Absolutely. Well. And I was going to give Steve Tiber a shout-out while yes. we're talking about that. Good. Now, let me be clear. There are Eight a lot of organizations hope. that are going to be responding, and and I think I'm the second responders. You know, those that will be coming in to try and set up Baptist Association, Methodist Association, and Salvation Army, and Red Cross, and more. But Eight Days of Hope is going to go to Lake Charles, and I believe they're going to start taking volunteers as early as late today or possibly tomorrow morning. I haven't gotten the final word from Steve on that yet. You guys may have. I, I'm they not. just gave a press release, and uh, and all the information is at 8daysofhope.com. Right. They're going to update that, 8daysofhope.com. You can pray, certainly, give financially if you feel led. And volunteer, and so if you're a retired or men's mm-hmm. ministry or homeschool group, food and lodging paid for, um, you have to be 18 years old, but they certainly need volunteers. They do, and they that's one of the things they talked about when I was speaking with Steve the other day is that in Iowa, they had such a hard time getting volunteers because of the COVID, yeah. you know, COVID-19 and some of the restrictions of the face mask and different stuff. But they are, they're going to be in desperate need of volunteers. Absolutely. So uh, please keep that in mind. And as J.J. said, please be praying for those uh, who have already been affected by Hurricane Laura and in the aftermath uh, with tornadoes or flooding uh, as uh, the remainder of that storm moves through parts of the southeast. All right. Since you are our kind of, uh, you're not really a guest minister, uh, guest, uh, I was going to say guest preacher. Guess. Not really a guest professor because you've been on plenty of times, but we're going to let you start off, uh, Jim. I'll All right. Give my questions. JJ will wrap, it, wrap us up and we'll go to the phones. Well, since the person who normally sits in this chair has riddles in his honor, I have a couple of those today. Good. Maybe right. good. Maybe right. bad. We'll see. Mr. and Mrs. Mustard have six daughters and each daughter has one brother. How many people are in the Mustard family? Mr. and Mrs. Mustard have six daughters. Each daughter has one brother. How many people are in the Mustard family? I like that. There's a deal. I, like I know one of them is named Gray Poupon. <laughs> but I don't know about the rest of their kin, folks. I'm a traditional yellow guy myself. The penny French farthing, also known as a high wheel, was the first machine to be called a what? What was the name of it? The penny farthing also known as a high wheel, was the first machine to be called a what? I know that one, Ed. Oh, I have no idea. I'm writing it down. If you don't write it down and you hear you, something on TV and you tell your wife, yeah. I knew the answer to <laughs> yeah. that. Sure, <laughs> sure you did. did. After <laughs> the fact. And lastly, which bird does not belong in this group? Finch, gull, eagle, ostrich, or sparrow? Which bird does not belong? He, he or she is going to be left out in the cold. Mm. One of them birds ain't wearing no mask. That's why they're getting shamed and getting bullied on Facebook and in crowds. And, and on Trivia Friday. So, <laughs> all right. That's all right. It. Okay, here are my three. In terms of PSI, pound force per square inch, 
what animal has the strongest bite force on Earth? In terms of PSI, what animal has the strongest bite force on Earth? Second question, in terms of market share, what type of cheese is most popular in the U.S.? In terms of market share, what type of cheese is most popular in the U.S.? Why are you looking at me like that? I can't give you my answer that's just right there. I can't even make fun of it. There, there are, it may be what it is. Yeah, no, anyway. don't, don't start guessing. I've done that before and accidentally given away the answer. All right, third question, Bible question. How many of the New Testament books were written by the Apostle Paul? How many of the New Testament books were written by the Apostle Paul? Great. Here's what I've got. First question, a Bible question. Of the 12 spies sent to explore the promised land that God promised to the Israelites, only two came back with a positive report. Who were they? Good. I 12 like it. spies sent to the promised land, 10 came back with a bad report, two came back with a good report. Name them. One of them was Grey Poupon, wasn't it? <laughs> I think I he remember. was one of the Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> Knights Grey, of the Round Table. Grey Poupon. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, here's the second question, multiple choice. What state has the most lighthouses? What state mm. currently has the most lighthouses? A, it, Massachusetts. Is there a race there? You said currently. Well, I mean, though, like uh, <laughs> it used to be. I'm sure there used to be a lot just oh, okay. all up and down the coast. Gotcha. They, they all had a lot, but there are still lighthouses. In, there are. In Functioning? Today. Wow. Functioning right. lighthouses. I'm sorry, I interrupted no, you. No, no, that's, that's a legitimate question or, or concern there. What state has the most lighthouses? A, Massachusetts, B, Maine, or C, Michigan? Is it Massachusetts, Maine, or Michigan hmm. that have the most lighthouses? Let me go ahead and give a hint. Uh, the answer starts with an M. <laughs> <clears throat> so I think that's going to be helpful to you. Third question, if you have celiac disease, if you have celiac disease, which substance should you not eat? All oh, right. that's not multiple choice. No, no, that's a, no. If, if you have if you have celiac disease, which substance should you not eat? Oh, okay, I was you know I got several wisecracks come to mind, but then I'm thinking, no, you're making fun of a disease. That's so right. Yeah, right. we'll do forget that. it. All right, Jim, let's go. I was thinking your lid's not on too tight. You know your seal. Oh, celiac. celiac. You know, I get it. Uh, 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 uh. You know that's a good thing to remember because we've heard. Your elevator doesn't go to the top floor. Right. You're one fry short of a happy meal. But I'm going to start looking at somebody and saying, I don't think your seal is on. That's right. <laughs> your lid, your your lid, lid ain't on tight. Your lid ain't sealed. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones, Jim. Rio from Oregon. Welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Rio. Welcome to the program. I should say welcome back. I think you've been on uh, a number of times. Uh, you want to ask, answer, or do both? Um, I'd like to do both, please. All right. Which question do you want to try to answer? Um, I think I'm going to try the one about the cheese. Okay. In terms of market share, what type of cheese is most popular in the U.S.? Uh, I'm going to say cheddar. No. Cheddar is a fine cheese. It but is. it is... Not the most popular in terms of that market would have been share. my guess. Cheddar, yeah, it's cheddar. So now you've helped it for somebody else, yeah. Rio. What's your question for us? Okay, um, 
What does the acronym AQHA stand for? AQHA. American Quarter Horse Association. Hold on. Way to go, what? Jim. Is that right? <laughs> oh, she's ringing a bell for yeah. me. <clears throat> That's so great Rio, job. Rio, yeah. what are you sending me? Since a bell rang, there must be a what prize. Kind of, what kind of shirt? Yeah. <laughs> well. You didn't think that far, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Rio, thank you so much for listening to AFR and your parents there in Oregon. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. Talking to Todd now from North Carolina. Welcome to Trivia Friday. <laughs> well, good morning to the university. Hey, Todd. Hi, Todd. Welcome back, brother. It's good to be back. Hey, you want to ask, answer, or do both? I, I don't think I've ever had, we've had you on before when you haven't done both, or maybe you have. Right. No, every time I've been on, I've always done both, and I will do both again today. All right. Which one do you want to try to answer? Uh, your question about the the number of books that the, the Apostle Paul wrote. All right. How many of the New Testament books were written by the Apostle Paul? Thirteen. Thirteen is correct. Hey, nicely well done. done. Kind of a Bible, one of our Bible snipers. That's I, right. As soon as you said you are picking that one, I knew you had the right answer. Good job. I appreciate that. Thank you. Todd, which, uh, what's your question for us? Well, I had a multiple-choice Bible question for you today, and my question is, uh, how many times in the Bible is the name slash title Jesus Christ found? Uh, a, 258 times, B, 358 times, or C, 458 times? Man. I think we should each just pick That's one. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's why one of us is right. All right, yeah. so I'm going to say uh, 258. I'll say 358. I'll go 458. All right, we know one of us is right, Todd. Which one is? It is the man with the great garlic stash, and that is Ed Battagliano. Oh, wow. wow. Hey. What I kind of stash? You... Yeah, what kind of stash do I have? Garlic stash. Dark? Oh. Garlic Garlic. Garlic. That's Garlic. what I thought he Garlic. said. Garlic I just stash. wanted clarification. <laughs> garlic stash. Oh, I see, Todd, because so, I'm Italian. Yeah, I, I eat nothing but garlic, right? Thing, so I thought, <laughs> this has been a while since I brought it up, I, that I would. That's good. That's good. He, That's he needs, right. He needs that from time to time, Todd. I eat garlic. I uh, dig ditches or I'm in the mafia. I know. I, I sing Mario Lanza in the shower. All kinds of other Italian stereotypes. It's all right, Todd. That's okay. I'm not bitter. <laughs> now, you see, you're assuming that I'm putting you in a stereotype. I'm, I'm saying it's, it's a cool idea to have a garlic stash. I'm a garlic person, too, so hey. All right, you there know, you go. So okay. Keeps you healthy. If you're a or not, you'd be doing good to, to have it. There Two things. Go. Keeps you healthy, and you never have any problem with vampires. So it's <laughs> wow. win-win. Win-win. That's the truth. Todd, have a wonderful weekend. All right, Todd's one of our favorite people, calls in uh, a lot, and uh, is almost always uh, getting questions right. Absolutely. Well, let's go to Louisiana. Joe in Lafayette, Louisiana. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How y'all doing? We're doing well, and we've been praying for you guys. Uh, I know a lot of people without power, a lot of devastation down there, so know that the, the nation's praying for you, and we're watching Hurricane Laura. Lake Charles and the surrounding area needed badly. We have a relative there, and they're, they're not saying too much. I, I think they're being quiet, not to worry us, but it was, God knows, it's a, a, a lot of devastation. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, they called it an, unsurvi- an unsurvivable, unsurvivable storm surge, 10 right. to 20 feet. That's just going to go over yeah. and cover entire towns yeah. there yeah. on the coast in low-lying parishes. I think almost, almost a million people without power down there, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. Joe, if we can switch gears yeah. here and kind of get back to the show. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, we feel a little guilty sure. having fun with all that tragedy. But do you want to ask, answer, or do well, both? What y'all should feel guilty about is that dog litter joke at the beginning. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Hey, Joe, have you been talking to my wife? Because she says not to not yeah, to ag well, me on on those not, don't encourage on those droners. I'm gonna have to report y'all to Tim Wildman. I'm sorry. There you Somebody's go. Gotta keep you go- hey, uh, I, I want to answer and ask. Okay, which one you want to answer? Well, I'm going to take a very semi-educated guess at the bite, at the bite force. For All right. Inch. Yeah, let me, let me repeat the question. In terms of PSI, okay. which is pound force per square inch, what animal has the strongest bite force on Earth? I'm going to say the domestic cat. The domestic cat. No? Really? Yeah, no. See, I would no. go to, well, I'm not even going to throw out, well, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking some of those things come out of the swamp well, and try to get <laughs> yeah they, they're bad too but uh i lived with a guy i had a roommate who loved cats and he would talk about their bites so i thought maybe that was it but it was a good try yeah try i don't like i yeah. don't i don't like getting bit by a cat either but that's not the correct answer yeah. so hey uh joe uh what about your question for us what is the slowest moving river in the united states that's that molasses river right <laughs> over next to the yeah, between yeah. the Mississippi and the Ohio. Oh, all those gingerbread yeah. houses right, right near those. <laughs> Slowest in moving. Winter, uh, did you winter. say in the U.S., Joe? I did. I'm not sure about the world. I would guess the world, but I'm going to say for sure the United States. The slowest moving river in the U.S. Wow, that's a great question. Okay, now uh, let's put our. We're going to put our heads. Uh, don't don't say yes or no yet, uh, Joe. We're going to kind of guess. Okay. Let's put it back right. on Joe and just do a calculated thing. Say it's the Cat River. <laughs> the Cat River. <laughs> no, what, I'm not, about, I wouldn't even that? have a guess. What about like the Rio Grande? Isn't that pretty slow? Now that is slow, and it's and it's real shallow yeah. in some places. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that's uh, that's the only guess I have. Let's I, I do that. Yeah, great guess. All right, we're going to say Rio Grande, Joe. Believe it or not, it's the Everglades. The so Everglades is a river. river. That's considered a river. It's about it moves about a foot a year, maybe less. Really? Wow. Look at look, look that it was in stereo. Now well, I just realized where all the, the mosquitoes come from for the <laughs> right. greater United States of America. <laughs> that's that's right. They, well they I, blame, I they blame loot. Yeah. They move yeah. about a foot a year. When my kids were growing up and they yeah. were teenagers, that was about how fast they moved when I asked them to do something. <laughs> do some chores. Do some chores. So, uh, all right. Joe, uh, back to the well, serious I'll- note. We're praying for you guys, and thank you for listening to thank AFR. You. All right. Thank you, Joe. Have a great weekend. God bless. We're going to talk to Benjamin from Texas now. Benjamin, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning. How are y'all doing today? Pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Thank We're you for asking, great. Benjamin. Thanks, Benjamin. You want to ask, answer, or do both? I'd like to do both. All right. Which one you want to try to answer? I want to answer the one about the mustard members. All right. Here we go. Stand by. 
Mr. and Mrs. Mustard have six daughters, and each daughter has one brother. How many people are there in the Mustard family? Nine. That is absolutely right. Wow. Yes. Okay, now explain that. I'm on I'm that that's not math is not my strong <laughs> okay. suit either. Explain how you got there. Me or him? Benjamin. E- let's let, either let one. Benjamin. Benjamin, how did you get there? Well, you got the six daughters and they each have one brother. So they'll have daughter number one will have a brother, daughter number two will have a brother. They all got the same brother. It's all the same. And then mom and dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they have a singular brother. They don't have one each. Right. But each one has, has a, a brother. brother. Oh, yeah, yeah so, so that's uh, hence the riddle. Are, these riddles that's are tricky, good. I'm yep. telling you. Gotta, you got to pay attention to how it's worded. Great job, Benjamin. What's your question for us? All right. Which automobile manufacturer was the first to offer seatbelts as an option? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I've heard this several times mm. and can't remember. You, are you giving us multiple choice? Uh, yes. So A is a Cadillac, B, Nash, C, Toyota, or D, Ford. What was All the right, second well, one? Cadillac is a great car, but it's not the company. So that's a... Cadillac is a GMC product. General Motors. General Motors. GM. Yeah. So you got General Motors, Ford, Nash. You know, I'm going to go with Cadillac. <clears throat> I have no idea. I'm just yeah, I've heard it, me. but none of those are jogging my memory. Hey, but a Nash, what? though. A uh, Nash became Nash Rambler, but I, originally it was just Nash. I'm going to I'm going to go with the offbeat one. I'm going to go with Nash. I'm going to say I'm going to say Ford. I'm I'm going to say Ford because it seems like there was a a model. That you know, they're just like one of the models that we're familiar well, no, the, with. The rope in the truck doesn't count. No, that's right. Belt. Hey, I'm going to go with Ford, Benjamin. <laughs> right, you got three different answers, what, Benjamin. What's the answer? All right, it's Nash Motors Company. Look at there. Look at you. In, in 1950. Wow, they they offered it uh, as a as an optional thing. Mm-hmm. So, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Benjamin. Have a great weekend. Oh, yep. That was his question for us. I'm yes, sorry. Right. Yes, JJ. Let's well, g- let's say what. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, redo our questions and reset our questions. Give the phone number, and then we'll go to our break right after that, and come right back to the phones. All right, Chrislin, you're next. Then we'll go to Karen. Then we'll talk to Bill. And you want me to repeat what? Yes. I, okay. Yes, sorry. Sir. It's an off day for me today. Take you That's know, take okay. it a little easy. That's all right. Uh, which bird does not belong in this group? Finch. Gull, eagle, ostrich, or sparrow? That was the one that messed me up on the ACT. That, <laughs> that question right there kept me out of college. Who, who is that with a neck and no head, two arms and no hands? What is it? That could have been any one of the speakers at the Democrat National <laughs> Convention. And then the penny farthing, also known as a high wheel, was the first machine to be called a what? Hmm. I think JJ's got this one. He actually showed me what he wrote down. That makes sense. All right, here. Well, JJ was there when it was released. So <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure which one ouch. of you is older. Ouch, ouch. <laughs> All right, here are my three. Qu- I'll add one. I've had one answered. In terms of PSI, pound force per square inch, what animal has the strongest bite force on Earth? 
One uh, one of our students answered a cat. That is not correct, so that uh, will narrow it down a little bit. Second question, in terms of market share, what type of cheese is most popular in the U.S.? Cheddar has already been guessed. That is incorrect. And third question, I've just been into the in terms of questions. In terms of sales, what is the top candy company in the world? Bible wow. qu- Bible question, 12 spies went from Bar- uh, Kadesh Barnea into the promised land. Ten came back with a bad report. Who are the two that came back with the good report, the two spies? Second question, what state has the most lighthouses? Massachusetts, Maine, or Michigan? Third question, if you have celiac disease, if you have celiac, which substance should you not eat? All right, folks, you're listening to Trivia Friday on the American Family Radio Network. Ed Vitagliano, J.J. Jasper, Jim Stanley, your professors, when we come back after the break, more of Trivia Friday. On the next Today's Issues. We appreciate hearing from you. You can send us an email at comments at AFR.net. I pastor a small church, so I have to have a full-time job on the side. Uh, When I try to feed the flock, y'all feed me, and I thank God for y'all. If you want to uh, watch the show live, you can go to Facebook or YouTube. Just type in Today's Issues, and you can also access the stories that we talk about. Don't miss the next Today's Issues. Weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. You know, folks ask me about our annual tour of Israel. Tim, is it safe to travel to Israel? To which I respond, we'll only be in New York for a few short hours. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Israel is actually one of the safest places to be on Earth because they take their security so seriously. So we're going to have a wonderful, safe time in Israel in March as we see the Holy Land, the Bible will come to life. Again, that's March 16th through the 24th. If you want the information to uh, find out whether you want to go with us or not, just go to the website, twholyland.com, twholyland.com. If you want a brochure sent to your home, just call us at 800-FAMILIES and leave us your name and address, and we'll get that right in the mail to you. 800-F-A-M-I-L-I-E-S. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. I need you to do something right now, folks. Text pound 250 with the keyword baby. We are in a crisis point in American history, and there is growing concern that the nation's abortion rate is about to explode. So I need your help right now to save the life of an unborn child. And that's why I'm partnering with Preborn, an organization equipping pregnancy centers with ultrasound machines. 80% of women who have an ultrasound save their child. So get on your phone right now. Text pound 250 with the keyword baby. Text pound 250 with the keyword baby. A group of Virginia construction workers mighty upset after the state told them to take down a large American flag. The flag had been placed on the side of the new General Assembly building, about 50 feet wide, 20 feet long, displayed to celebrate the 4th of July. 
but state leaders feared the flag would end up becoming a target for Black Lives Matter protesters. So they told their construction workers it had to come down. A spokesperson for the Department of General Services said that over the past few months, vandalism has been reported around Capitol Square, and they feared the flag was a target for people protesting racial injustice. State Senator Ryan McDougal said the decision to take down Old Glory was outrageous and said whoever gave the order ought to be fired. You know, it's a mighty sad day in our nation when the red, white, and blue have to be hidden. There was a time in our history when those colors never ran. I sure do miss those days. I'm Todd Starnes. That is the theme song from the Flintstones. And if I remember growing up, I did grow up, but I'm not sure I remember all of it. I think the Flintstones came on Friday nights, and I think they were followed by the Jetsons. It was kind of a one-two punch there. And, uh, yes, in primetime television. Wasn't that something? You yeah. watch cartoons in primetime, and you're watching as a kid, and watching uh, Fred put uh, Dino or whoever outside, <laughs> yeah, or the, the saber-tooth right. cat, and he'd try to go in. One would slip in there, and he got locked out. He yes. was out there on the porch. <laughs> well, And Fred wasn't fitting through that window. No. <laughs> Fred wasn't. That just wasn't happening. All right, folks. It is Trivia Friday. The number to call if you want to be on the show is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. The mystery question is still available if you hit it. You will win yourself a Trivia Friday Learning University t-shirt. JJ, before we go back to the phones, uh, what's your speaking schedule like? You got uh, something coming up, or uh, where can people go to find out what your schedule is if they want to catch you? Uh, Thank you for asking. I've got three uh, Pregnancy Resource Center banquets. Uh, I think two are events. One's a banquet, you know, the whole um, coronavirus thing has limited some of the banquets, and they're just having an event. But you can find out the information October the 1st, the Echoes Pregnancy Center in Great Falls, Montana. The what? Echoes. The what? <laughs> Echoes I, did, I think Echoes, I did that last Echoes. week. <laughs> the, uh, October the 13th, Cape Girardeau, Missouri for Options for Women, Help for Families. And then October the 27th, Heartland Pregnancy Care in Newton, Kansas. I know for sure that is a banquet. So, you know, there's okay. going to be a meal. Now, in each of these... It's a limited number of seating, and so they said they're already getting uh, selling tickets, and you know people are are trying are filling up the events because it, so far the last few that I've done they've only allowed them to do half the capacity. Right. Yeah, all right. So yeah, October the first in Great Falls, Montana. October the thirteenth, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. October the twenty seventh, Newton, Kansas. Uh, Iowa in November, but the calendar is at jjjasper.com. And if Thank folks you want asking. to invite you. They can go there as well, jjjasper.com. Yes, thank you so much. All right, I was going to say, JJ needs the some extra traveling, not because we want him to go away, but because spring was kind of tough. Got interrupted. Yeah, you know? yeah yes, I, was, was. I was supposed to be in North Carolina, Texas, Illinois, Georgia, uh, and a couple of other places, and they all got postponed. A couple of just went mm. ahead and gave up and just canceled yeah. for good. So let's try it again in a year or two. Amen. Yeah. All right. All right, let's go back. Chrislyn, calling from Texas. Welcome to Trivia Friday. Hi. Hi, Chrislyn. Can you hear me? We can hear you loudly and clearly. 
Thank you for calling in. Do you want to ask, answer, or do both? Um, both, please. All right. Which question would you like to answer, Crystal? Um, the, the one about the birds. All right. Here we go. Which bird does not belong in this group? Finch, gull, eagle, ostrich, or sparrow? Ostrich. And why is that? Because it's the only bird that cannot fly. That is absolutely wow. Wow. correct. Wow. Well done. That's yeah, they're, I was they're pretty big. On that one. <laughs> yeah, right. I was too. I wasn't thinking about <laughs> flight ability. I was thinking about species or what have you. And I generally I look to cook ability. Cook ability? So what's your finch recipe? <laughs> I don't I, no, it's too small. A <laughs> 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 good job, Chrislyn. What's your question for us? Um, I'm light as a feather, yet the strongest person can't hold me for five minutes. What am I? I'm as light. Oh, my breath. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. wow. That's good, hey, Jim. that's visiting professor, yes, Jim sir. Stanley. Way to go. I'm terrible. <laughs> this, this, is, this is my first time doing anything like this. This is exciting. Oh, wow. Wonderful, Crystal. Wow. What part of Texas do you live in? Uh, Livingston. Now, I know Louisiana and Texas, the hurricane came in right on the border. Is Livingston near the border? Are you getting any of that bad weather? It barely missed us. Okay. Thank okay. you, Lord. We well, barely missed is good. Yes. As long as it's a miss. Yeah. Well, Chris Lund, thank you for your enthusiasm. Thank you and your family for listening to AFR. God bless you. Have a great weekend. All right. JJ, where, uh, where else can we go here? Let's, Let's go to Kansas and talk to Karen. Hi, Karen. Hello, how are you? We're doing well. Do you want to ask, answer, or do both? Oh, I will do both. Which one do you want to answer? Well, I want to answer the one about celiac. Okay, here's the question, Karen. If you have celiac disease, which substance should you not eat? This was easy when I heard it because I have it. You can't eat wheat. Well, that's wheat wheat gluten, gluten, gluten is the word I was gluten, looking for, yeah. but yeah, gluten, you're you're. Yeah. Uh, I'll take wheat. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, you well, cannot good. eat gluten, and which is in, right. in anything that has wheat and a few other things. Wheat in it. Yeah. Yeah, and boy. My husband is a wheat farmer. Oh my oh, goodness! Wow. That makes it a a tough. Uh, now, a, now, Karen, let me just I, I, maybe this is too personal, but um, uh, I don't I don't have it. I'm just curious. Is this the kind of thing like peanut allergies where, you know, you can't eat peanuts, but you also can't get around like peanut dust? Can you, can, are you harmed by being around wheat products or something that's in the air? Uh, I'm, I'm not. Uh, my sister is more, um, more than I am. And I don't think she, she can be around it, but she can't eat any of it or it can't touch her food. I mean, I'm more sensitive than I am completely allergic to okay. it. So. And, okay. and I want to camp out on something she just said about being more sensitive than completely aller- allergic. My wife and one of my daughters, same kind of thing. Like, man, I'm sore here. I'm sore there. Somebody said, you need to cut, yeah. cut out gluten because it just flames the, the, the inflammatory things. And, and, you know, you might have a little bit of an issue there. They cut out gluten and immediately, immediately felt better. Wow! But, it, but it's so strange how that works. She says you have to go cold turkey, and then if yep, you just, you if you just all of a sudden eat a little snack one day that has gluten in it and you didn't realize it, then 
it jumps on you again, and you have to you have to start all over again. It is really? a it is a picky mm-hmm. little rascal in terms of how that works. But they said it was so tough to find foods that don't have gluten because it's in almost everything. Yeah, is that right, right Karen? I'm a- yeah, it is almost in everything. But My re- um, sister has had it for years, and I haven't had it near as long as she had, and it's a lot better than it used to be. I mean, you can buy a lot of stuff, and even a lot of restaurants have a gluten-free menu that right. has stuff that you can eat off the menu. And that's what they say. Now you can see it on the package and trying to make it easier yeah. with people that that have yeah. a celiac or at least are just sensitive. Right. Hey, thank you for that, and thanks for uh, – uh, please don't vi- uh, turn us into the HIPAA folks, you know, for asking right. you all these medical, <laughs> all medical questions. questions yeah. Hey, what's your question for us? Well, it's kind of silly. It was a, it was a joke. I always asked my boys when they were little, and it doesn't really mean anything, but I thought it was kind of funny. What's green and goes slam, 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 slam? What's green and goes slam, 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 slam? I'm going to say Correct. ping pong paddle. Man, I just have Anybody no. I have <laughs> I have no idea. But this sounds like uh, one of those kind of jokes growing up. What's you know red and black and white all over. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It the, is. Well, yeah. and I've heard that what is green and fuzzy and, and it's up in a tree and weighs four hundred pounds and it was a a pool table. Which you, <laughs> you don't expect a pool table <laughs> to be up in a tree. Like yeah. I, I'm gonna go with an eraser against a chalkboard. Good. There you Just go. Throw that out all right, there. all right, Karen. We got guesses all over the spectrum. What's the answer? Okay, it's a four door pickle. <laughs> a four door pickle. I love it. Oh, it sounds like you guys have a, a good sense of humor at your house. <laughs> I've told my granddaughters they're not near as funny about it as my boys were. I mean, that's been like 25 right. years. So. Right. Karen, we'll be driving down the road. I've done this with all my children when they were little, especially. But we'll see round bales, you know, bales of hay out in the field. And, uh-huh. and we're driving, and I'll go, hey. And I'll point, and all the heads will snap, and then that, that's what it'll be. It's, it's hay. hey. I've, I've yeah. done, and, I've oh, that. my word, they yeah. groan. And yeah. then in like 10, 12, 13, 14, and I still get them about once or twice a year. Because yeah. if you point, and if you're excited, really excited about it, and go, Get hey, that voice right. That's right. right. They turn around and go, oh, come on, Dad. You know, Well, to Dad, it never gets old. That's right. That's right. Have a good, good dad weekend. Joke. Thank you, Karen. All right, Jim, where else? We're going to head to Louisiana and talk to Bill. Bill, welcome to Trivia Friday. Well, it's good to be with you today. Well, thank you for uh, calling in, Bill. You, uh, you guys, you probably probably got hit by the storm. Were you at the worst of it or just catch some we of the... Our, uh, uh, we had about 100 trees down in town, so... Mm. We were not in Lake Charles, which really got devastated. But yeah. those those outer bands still yeah. cause a lot of damage. Well, listen, just know that our listeners, people across the nation, praying for you guys there, Bill. And uh, I know recovery and getting the power back on is going to seem like it, it takes forever. But hang in there, be patient. And uh, uh, we got a lot of folks. Uh, yeah. We're just asking them to continue to trust the Lord. Well, Bill, thank yeah, you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for calling in. Uh, we hate to change gears on you, but let's uh, get back to you want to ask, answer, or do both. 
Uh, how about the two spies? Has somebody answered that? No, sir. No. Here's the question. Of the 12 spies sent to explore the promised land that God promised to the Israelites, only two came back with a good report. Who were they, Bill? Joshua and Caleb. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's All right. right. Yes, sir. What's your question for us? Well, this question is something. Uh-oh. Bill's evidently got spotty cell service. Okay, Bill, oh. we, we lost you for a second. Can you go ahead and repeat your question? Uh, why did the angels tell the shepherds you'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes? Why did they Why did they tell him that? Uh, yes. Well, because they would. Because <laughs> uh, Christ was uh, born. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to... I guess I'm just wondering if this about is a, the significance, maybe like whenever you went in the empty tomb and the 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 uh, grave clothes were wrapped up in a nice spot until a carpenter that would come, somebody would come to pick up a piece of furniture. That meant it is finished. So I'm wondering if there's a idea? I wonder if there's a significance, you know, spiritual significance to that. Or if there is a, a significance. Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know, Bill. I think you got us. Well, when I was in Israel, touring in Israel, the guide told us that there was a priest that would examine the flock and take the lamb without blemish, and it would keep it safe, wrapped in swaddling clothes. For the- oh, wow. Okay. That I is, did not oh, know that. Work. That's powerful. That'd be That'd powerful. Preach. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you. For- I like that, Bill. Thank you for that, Bill. God bless you. Had you heard about that, where the I, carpenters would wrap up the uh, uh-uh. their their towel? They ha- they would have a towel, and you know they didn't have the things like we have. Well, I'll text you to let you know yeah. if your end table or if your trough is finished. And so, if somebody came to pick it up, and they're like, "Oh man, the carpenter's not here," they if they took their towel and wrapped it up and just wrapped it up in a, a nice way, put it over to one side. That means it is finished, and oh, you can go ahead and and take like it that. and go. And then they said that they saw that the burial cloth was wrapped up and over kind of in a spot there. That's what a carpenter would do kind of thing? To say it ah, is I finished. like that. I like hmm. both I, th- of I think I saw that in one of the um, Max Licato books, if okay. I'm not All right. mistaken. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, restate our questions because it's been a while since we've done that. All Jim, right. Go ahead and start us off. Who is that with a neck and no head, two arms and no hands? What is it? And then the uh, penny farthing, <clears throat> pardon me, the penny farthing, also known as a high wheel, was the first machine to be called a what? What was it? And then I'm going to add a question as I've had another answered. And you know what? I'm just going to stick with these two for the rest of this hour because they have heretofore okay. gone hey, unanswered. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, here's what I have left. In terms of PSI, pound force per square inch, what animal has the strongest bite force on Earth? Second question, in terms of market share, what type of cheese is most popular in the U.S.? Third question, in terms of sales, what is the top candy company in the world? JJ? Here's what I've got. First question, multiple choice. What state has the most lighthouses? A, Massachusetts, B, Maine, or C, Michigan? What state 
has the most lighthouses, Massachusetts, Maine, or Michigan? Second question, I'll add one. Metamorphic, sedimentary, and igneous are types of what? Metamorphic, sedimentary, and igneous. Igneous. Igneous and sedimentary. Sedimentary are types of what? I'm here for you, bro. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Uh, And then I'll add one more question. Who won the very first Super Bowl? Who won the very first oh. Super Bowl? What? I think I know that one. There was a little light right oh, there. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sometimes I, I'm, I, I can't keep it in. <laughs> I thought I saw a little light bulb pop <laughs> over your it head. It was very small, brother. <laughs> Bart from Texas, welcome to Trivia Friday. Ed, you repeated yours, right? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Yeah. Sorry. Bart, welcome aboard. Bart, going once. You there, Bart? Twice. I, I always feel bad when someone, they probably tried for months to get months. on, and then they go to make a sandwich one time and, and miss it. Bart, last chance. All right. All right, Janice from Texas. Let's see if we can get her on board this morning. Janice, good morning. Welcome to Trivia Friday. Yes, hello. Hi, Janice. Hey, we know that storm Hi. came on the border of Texas and Louisiana you guys getting any of that bad weather, any of the outer bands or anything there? No, I'm afraid I'm up in the hot, dry Texas panhandle. Well, be glad about that today. At least and today. You, you're yeah. not right yeah. there on the Louisiana-Texas border. Janice, you want to ask, answer, or do both, dear? I'll do both. Which one you want to answer? Uh, the one about the cheese. Okay. Here is the question, Janice, in terms of market share what type of cheese is most popular in the U.S.? I'm going to go with American. No, another good guess, wow. but that is not correct. Let Someone's... me just scratch my answer <laughs> out. You know, you know what, Janice, you and our other caller, you've made it a little bit easier for the next person, so it's not American <laughs> and it's not cheddar. Right, that is correct. That is correct. Great. All right, Janice, what's your question for us? Uh, I was just going to ask how many books are in the Bible? 66. Right. I knew that was an easy one, but I couldn't think of anything. No, oh, that's you, okay. Depending I'll, on what day you ask, I was, I was, I was terrified answer. she was going to come up with another number. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I finally got through to you guys. I love you. I've listened to you for many years. It's the first time I've uh, gotten through. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Janice, yes. for listening. We, we love our listeners, and this is why we enjoy on Fridays getting a chance to interact with at least some of them who can uh, get through. So right. have a blessed weekend. Thank right. you for your kind words, and have a wonderful weekend. All right, uh, JJ, let's go to Tennessee where Dennis is on the line. Hello, Dennis. Good morning, Professor Scholars and Fillins. How you doing this morning? Villains? <laughs> We're doing great. I think great. you said fill-ins. 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 Okay. <laughs> I was going to say the Batman's not a villain. That's what we tease Ed with around here. <laughs> hey, uh, Dennis, is everybody still invited to your place for steaks this weekend? Give your cell number oh, absolutely. out. Yeah, ab- a- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout-out to my beautiful wife. <laughs> yes. What's your wife's name, first name? 
Maria, Maria. Mar- Maria, Maria. Now, what's the thing with the stakes there? Oh, I'm just messing with it. That's oh, okay. what I'll say to the co- uh, co-workers in the hallway. Oh. I'll say, hey, everybody still coming over to your, invited to your house for steaks this weekend? And they, they get shocked, <laughs> like, what? Now, what? <laughs> they didn't even throw Dennis. Yeah. He just rolled with it. Bone-in hey. ribeye. Bone-in ribeye. <laughs> wow. Man, that's awesome. He's had people over to his house. <laughs> you know, the thing about those bone-in ribeyes, they come with a handle. There you, know, you go. Yeah. Hey, funny. you know, I thought this was really a nice thing with uh, the way that, that prices have changed since the COVID. Uh, the the bank, they've been really nice to give me a loan when we decide to get some stakes, you yes, know, so you can just right. make payments. Right. <laughs> hey, Dennis, ask. The layaway an- plan. Uh, yeah, that's right, layaway. <laughs> ask, answer, or do both? I'm going to do both. Which one you want to answer? Uh, the PSI. All right, in term, Dennis, in terms of PSI, what animal has the strongest bite force on Earth? Well, in my house, it would probably be my pit bull, but seriously, since it's getting close to lunch and I'm hungry, I'm going to say the hungry, hungry hippo, the hippopotamus. No, no. They, they are in the top ten, but uh, no, that is not the so, so what? We know it's not a cat yeah. and it's not a hippo. Wasn't there one other guess? Uh, or just so. those I don't two. Think so. Yeah. yeah, just those two so far. Okay. All right. Well, good keep, try, keep listening, Dennis. Dennis. Someone, what, someone will get it, or yeah. we'll give it a give it give the answer at the what's end of the your, show. What's uh, your What's your question for us? Well, since we all love the Flintstones, what was the name of the Martian that appeared to Fred and Barney on the show? Oh, uh, I think I got you stumped. Yeah, I. I, I wait. <laughs> what was that now? The what Martian. Was, Remember, there was a little. The, there was on a few episodes. There was a little Martian. That appeared I don't think I see break. now. I remember the little Martian with the little X-ray. I mean, the little Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. You know, I can see him with his I little. Believe, I helmet. believe he might have appeared on the uh, to Jetsons as well. Maybe like one or two episodes. I think he. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't. I don't remember. I remember what they always wanted the, to know. They wanted you to take take uh, take me to your leader. <laughs> Same question all the time. <laughs> That'd be the, that would be the Great Gazoo. The Great the Gazoo. Great Gazoo. Yes. That's mm. right. Well, Dennis, uh, how old are you? You you remember? Do you remember when uh, the Flintstones were on uh, primetime television, or you just remember from I like will, reruns? I will, uh, no, I, no, I will be at fifty in December. Okay, December, yeah, right, nineteen seventy. All right, wow. buddy. A hey, listen, thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening to AFR. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, we're going to talk to Edna now, calling from Arkansas. Edna, good morning, and welcome to Trivia Friday. Hello, Edna. Hello, hello. Hey, Edna. Welcome, y'all? welcome to Trivia Friday. We're doing great. You want to ask, answer, or do both? Well, we were going to answer, but our spy question got taken, so we will just ask a question. Well, okay. now, now listen. I've got a multiple choice, so you got a thirty-three and a third chance of uh, of getting that right. <laughs> well, we'll see how well you answer my question. Okay, wow. let's do that, right. Edna. I love to fool y'all. All right, we're ready. You're ready. What is the warp and woof of the American nation? The warp and woof of the American nation? Yes. Warp or work? I thought she said work and woof. You talking warp, about? W-A-R-P. Warp and warp woof. And woof is one of those odd uh, kind of expressions that have fallen out of, I think it just means like the... Uh, uh, the the most basic um, theme or um, the warp fabric the warp of the fabric and of, woof of the of the yeah well 
I'm going to say, I want to say something to do with speakers. But <laughs> I think it's probably farmers is what she's looking oh, for. Oh, yeah. That might be. That's a, that's a good guess, actually. Paul Harvey helped me with that one. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with JJ's guess on farmers. You get a different that, guess? No, that works for me. How about farmers, Edna? You're wrong. Okay, I'm going to go back to speakers. <laughs> PV. PV speakers. Warp and woof. And a, bit, and a base. Deep base. Uh, no, it is the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. I like oh, that. That Amen. makes sense. Yes, ma'am. That makes got great a pa- sense. Got a patriot on the line. That's right. Good girl. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, I get my term warp and woof a lot when I, I use fabric. Mm-hmm. And the warp and woof is the direction of the yarns in the fabric. Oh, one okay. Goes wow. wow. One goes crosswise, and okay. it creates the texture and strength. In the fabric. Uh-huh. And, uh, you, don't, you don't realize this, but you just gave about 642 pastors a nice idea <laughs> yes. for a sermon this that's, Sunday. That's right. the, say that again simply. You said the warp and the woof is the what of the of the yarn? The warp is the let me make sure I'm telling you is the link. It's the the piece of the threads running the lengthwise of the fabric. The wolf goes across, weaving in and out of the warp. And it provides the ah, texture and the, the strength. Texture and the strength of the, it allows your fabric to move. So what size um, of those clothing racks do you have? Because I need a lot of warp and wool <laughs> to, to make my shirts. Well, Maybe you know. you need fewer warp and more wolf. Okay. Well, hey, I was serious about it. that. Might show up in a church bulletin, or yeah. somebody may hear that in a sermon because you the pastors are always on the lookout for little, you know, little sermon illustrations. Good illustration. Yes, that's right. Do you do a lot of uh, knitting? A lot of uh, making of uh, clothes, Edna? Quilt, quilt, just sewing, just just crafty things and and quilting. Right. That's, that's it. Right. Ed's yeah. got a loom. There in his living room that he uh, no not really yes and I used to lo- I used to loom over my children when they were <laughs> when they were misbehaving I would just I wouldn't say anything I would just loom Ed, and uh, Tony Tony is kind of looming over you yes. I loomed a lot Edna thank you thank you again for your love for faith family and freedom I hear that in your voice God bless you have a wonderful weekend thank you for listening to AFR. All right, folks, you are listening to Trivia Friday on the American Family Radio Network. Ed Vitagliano, J.J. Jasper, Jim Stanley are your professors. We are going to take a five-minute break for news. When we come back, we will restate our questions, and we will go right back to the phones to get as many callers, as many students as we can on the program. Join us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.